Check, check. Mic check. This is the Fly Moto 60 Show. Presented by Maxxis Tires, Pro Taper, and Get Data. On PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races. With your host, Steve Mathis. Yeah, welcome everybody. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show is live. 11 a.m. Pacific, Thursday, August 25th, 2022. The penultimate national coming up this weekend, Ironman, MX, Indiana. Great track. Tomac's got the red plate. Can he hold on to it? Lots of shit going on right now. Hunter Lawrence lost second in the points to uh, Joe Schmoda. Jet Lawrence could clinch this weekend, but probably not. Looking good, man. Lots of things to talk about when it comes to the uh, series right now, Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships. Uh, we're going to have Cade Clayson on and Dan Truman on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show to talk a little bit about what's been going on with the Nationals and more, get some thoughts on things from them. Big news for Cade announced today as well. We'll get into that. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. Fly Racing, their 2023 line is out. Uh, they are chain charging into 2023 with improvements in both style and performance led by the industry-leading Formula Helmet. Featuring the Rion technology, Fly Racing has become synonymous with innovation and outside-the-box thinking. They have the widest product range in the sport, ensure you can find exactly what you're looking for. And that means a lot of gear lines, from off-road stuff, the patrol stuff, to kinetic, kinetic mesh, Evo, Light, 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 light line, I guess. These are all light hydrogen. Now it's called, it's called light. Flyracing.com, everybody. Please check it out. Get it from motorsport.com. Appreciate that. Pro Taper, get FMF goggles, Plum Creek funding, Maxis, all on board our show. Uh, we are giving away a set of Fly Racing Zone Pro goggles. We are giving away some FMF goggles. Let's do one for the live listeners, 702-586-7857, and one for the archive listeners, contest at pulpmxshow.com. Contest. At pulpmxshow.com, you'll get one one of these pairs of goggles, whichever one the live uh, winner doesn't pick. And thanks for listening, man. Thanks for thanks for calling. Only two more of these shows left in the year, so we got lots to get into. Uh, taking your calls over there, holding things down, bringing in my mountain bike today. The Tits Legend Tits, what's up? Hi, Steve. Second last show of the year. Yeah, bittersweet. Always for you. Always. I, I know you love it. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. You love it dearly. It's the money that I'm in it for. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 702-586-7857. Give us a call. The Tits Legendary waiting for your call. Pro Taper uh, Carbon Fiber uh, Reinforced Handlebar is out. It is the uh, ACF bar. There's four bends. It's 140 bucks. Uh, carbon core system uses lightweight and exceptionally strong unidirectional carbon fiber cores to reinforce the aluminum tubing and safely reduce the wall thickness this has more room on the bar itself as well um so yeah up to 40 millimeters more for all the buttons that comes with the uh, modern motocross bikes and uh, please check it out man it's an aluminum handlebar with carbon ends it's the lightest one and one eighth handlebar out there 
and uh, yeah, 7,000 series aluminum, uh, and then the carbon cores as well. Thank you to ProTaper Star Racing Yamaha using ProTaper uh, products. Rockstar Energy Husqvarna also using ProTaper as well. ProTaper.com for more information on that. Good company. They patented that crossbarless bar way back in the early 90s, and they're keeping the innovation going. Thank you to those guys. Maxis Tires. Max's SGB Honda team. I did a podcast with Bryson Gardner this week. Uh, check it out on the Privateer Island podcast. He uses Maxima tires. Cade Clayson's put Maxima tires into main events. A-Ray as well. MXST's developed by some guy named Jeremy McGrath. The uh, mountain bike tires are great. Light truck tires, trailer tires. They support the industry in a number of ways. And uh, if you're looking for a tire for something, think about Max's, man. Maxis.com. Uh, thank you to those guys for uh, coming on the show. Appreciate that. Uh, and as, as I said, fly racing, FMF goggles, get Pro Taper, Plum Creek funding. All on board as well. Let's get to our first guest here to talk some nationals and more. Big news when it comes to this gentleman. Uh, it is Cade Clayson. What's up, Cade? How are you, man? Steve. How are we doing, sir? I'm good. Thanks for calling in. Thank you for doing this. Um, uh, it's a good day, man. Big news today. Yeah, big news came out. Uh, Club MX is taking you to the World Supercross rounds. Uh, um, that's good, man. Congratulations. That's awesome. How did it come together? Um, a lot of begging on my part. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I mentioned it to them uh, right at the end of Supercross that if they were going to do it, I'd be interested in a spot. And uh, I just I kept calling, and I mean I I've, I told them I I called everybody. I I really wanted to do it, and it's really good for me because. Uh, clubs like home to me, Mm -hmm. you know, I've been there for so long, you know, I've trained with Brandon for eight, nine years now. Um, the team or the crew chief, Greg, he's one of my best friends. So it's just super fitting and it's just, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun once I get down there and, you know, get going. It's, it's a good group of guys that I just, I spend a lot of time with anyways. So, I I mean, I I wasn't a part of the team. I obviously don't know the ins and outs of everything, but it's, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I just, uh, really appreciate, you know, the opportunity to, to get to go do it and, uh, experience it. And as much as I hate it, I'm going to get to learn from Phil a little bit. No, he's going to hate it too. Uh, no, it's, I'm just kidding. Um, but, uh, it's going to be a fun learning experience for me. And, you know, Courtney's going to be there, too, which is awesome. She's been fun to work with so far, and obviously I've known her for so long. So it's just a, it's a really good group of people that, you know, I, I just appreciate being able to, to go do it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, how's the Yamaha? What do you think so far? I haven't wrote it yet. Okay. All right. No, what, when, are you gonna, on it yet. when are you going to get on uh, Next week. Next week. Okay. Um, week, I think. um, are you worried about that at all? You think you'll be fine? I, I, will, yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, you just, you, you speak so highly of it that oh, it's, it's uh, I mean, like, I mean, between you and Chiz, it's, I mean, it's pretty much like riding a unicorn. No, <laughs> it's, it's blue crew. I, I mean, I said on Twitter this week, riders should pay Yamaha to ride it. It's so good. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it's cool. Awesome. Um, curious for you. For your contract, uh, we don't need any numbers, but we know. It, are you just getting paid per race? Are you getting some of the purse money? Are you did you know what kind of deal do you have worked out? Because we know this World Supercross thing, it's it's pretty pretty groundbreaking in the way that these teams can get the riders. I've talked to Savachi, you know, I've talked to some other guys, and Brayton as well, and like everyone's kind of doing their own thing. How, how did yours? How did your thing break down? Um, I mean, it's pretty simple. I mean, the team's going to take care of the travel and stuff, and then. You know, I, I get a bonus and stuff after depending on results and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I mean, uh, I obviously I'm not like 
I'm not a JB. I'm not guys. So I'm not getting a salary to go do these three races. Right. I'm just not at that position. And honestly, like, I, I know I'm going to keep saying it, but I'm just, I'm really stoked just to be able to go do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's pretty cool to be able to go racing all over the world and just experience it and, you know, learn from, you know, I know this group of dudes know what they're doing and I'm just excited yeah. to see how they work together. You know, it's, it's a world supercross only deal. Like I'm not going to be with the team for next year or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm just, I'm excited to learn from them and uh, just get the experience and, and get to go racing and, uh, you know, hopefully prove my point of that I deserved a spot and uh, be able to do it again next year. Are you getting 100% of the first money? Are you getting... Oh, man, I, what are we talking here? You said you didn't want to know numbers and stuff. I don't want like, to know, like, yeah, I, I just don't understand. I just, I'm trying to get to the bottom gonna, of your deal. I'm going to do pretty, I'm going to do pretty good. Because, I, like I said, I've talked to guys and the teams get the purse money, which is fine, and Guys are negotiating. Look, like one rider told me, I get no purse. I get a flat amount every race. I don't care. You know, this is what I get per race. Other guys are uh, like, I wouldn't want I, that. Other guys are I like, wouldn't. I get all the purse. You know what I mean? And and I, I get nothing else. I just get what I earn. So that's I all. Get, I, yeah. I, my purse money is considered a bonus because of it goes to the team. So it's considered a bonus, I guess. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Calm down. You know, I'm God, just trying to, I mean, listen, you I'm say just... you don't want to ask. You don't. You don't want this stuff. It's details, man. Oh, Everyone's man. details are different, so you're going to get me in trouble. Congratulations on it. It's good to go. Uh, it'll be cool. I think I'm going to the first one, so I'll, I'll see you there. Um, you better go. Iron Man MX. This is a fun track. I, I've never ridden it, but God, it looks fun. Uh, you've done it. Uh, what's it like? I love Iron Man. It's my favorite, probably my favorite national track, um, especially in practice when yep. it's not that rough. The, the big step-ups and the jumps are just, they make the track really fun. Um, and they, they usually try to keep them pretty safe throughout mm-hmm. the day. Like, when jumps are that big, the faces can get pretty wrecked. Yep. Um, but, I mean, the track is phenomenal. It's good racing. There's a lot of lines. Uh, it's pretty long, too. I think they've actually shortened it up over the last two years. I think they have, yeah. Yep. But um, it's, it's a great track, and I'm, I'm excited to watch the racing this weekend. I mean, watching Eli and Chase every weekend has just been unreal they're they're riding so well and at such a good level that it's it's fun to watch so uh we had you in here after uh washugo right yeah you came mm-hmm. in after washugo we just thought they were going they're going to go one two for the they went one two like in nine straight motos and of course you know we saw what happened um i think both guys could leave bud's creek with somewhat of uh, a feeling like I, I did a good job because chase rebounded with that great moto win right and then Eli won the first moto, and Eli took the red plate away. Granted, only by a point, but he still has the red plate. Uh, how do you see it going in with four motos to go between those two? I, I think that Bud's Creek is a tough track. Um, I think it really limits how fast you can ride it. And being that they both had uh, a bad moto, it was hard to you know unleash that raw speed that they both have and just blow through the pack. Um, I think if they were somewhere else, they would have been able to get through those guys and have a normal battle. I do think Iron Man will be a bit more of what we saw the last couple of weeks that wasn't Bud's Creek, that they're just going to possibly demolish everybody, which is fine. Like yeah, I, It's yeah. fun to watch. I mean, three through eight is really good racing as well. So I, I, I see these two battling it out to the end. I think Chase is maybe, I don't want to say this because I like Chase and I want him to do really well. I'd like to see Chase win. 
But I think Chase is starting to make tiny mistakes here or there. He had a bunch of close calls at Unadilla. Mm-hmm. Um, he obviously, I mean, he crashed every time he was on the track at Bud's Creek. Uh, I think that Ironman's going to be a little bit more consistent as like front wheel feel where Bud's Creek is hard because that track is so off camber. TV does it no justice with how off camber that track is and hard to ride. So I think Chase will be in a little bit more comfortable position at Ironman, but he's got to limit the mistakes for sure to hang with a title guy like uh, uh, Eli. Is there, does this track favor one of those two? I, I thought about it. I don't think so. I feel like both of them have strengths on a track like Ironman uh, with the loose dirt and the, the ruts and I don't know, man. I, I call I call the track. I, Paula is an advantage for Sexton. We've seen him do pretty well there. But I, I this weekend, I, I think it's a soft. It's a definitely uh, more even than Paula will be. I think we all know that Chase is very good at Paula, which is unfortunate for Eli. But at the same time, Eli has never been a first-round guy. So Paula is always the first round. So sometimes he struggles there which is normal for him he did well at paula at the end of the year last year i Mm -hmm. believe but um this weekend i think it is definitely going to be very even i think chase is going to do really good in the long deep ruts where he's super good on the throttle but then there's so many sections where you just come in kind of bury the bike and pop out of it uh i think eli is going to be really good there i've been thinking about like how the track prep is because you know Eli's going to want to run that tire. So, like, if they leave it hard like they kind of have been this year, it's going to favor Sexton more. But if they rip it deep and it's like that sawdust stuff or if it rains, he's going to have a huge advantage with that tire that he likes to run. Um, yeah, well, let's talk about that. That leads me to my next question for sure. So, like, Savachi called Eli a, a hero for running a scoop at Bud's, right? Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's a whole thing gets, gets, gets you a start, but maybe, you know, sacrifices other places. Iron man, not so much though. We both guys will probably run the scoop. I don't know. I don't, I don't think that Iron man has a really hard base when they don't rip it deep enough or depending on how they prep it. It was really hard pack last year, even in practice because the sawdust that they put on top was just pushed off. So then it was just like this loose sawdust on top of hard pack. So you could really go either way. But if they rip it super deep and it's like loamy and soft, the paddle is going to be really, really good in a lot of spots. So I, I don't doubt that he puts it on there. But with, if it's a hard base, I 100% see Chase riding a normal but tire. I don't think it will be, right? I feel like it'll be ripped and watered and all that. I mean, you thought that we thought that last year too. It was super dry, super hot, and they didn't rip it as deep. Okay. And I think that that's part of the track prep change that we've kind of seen yep, yep. over the last two or three years. Mm-hmm. And it's it's up in the air, right? And I I love that they're being di- diverse with how they prep the tracks, and they're not just ripping them all super deep, and they're becoming flat cars. Like they're not like that anymore. No, no, they're definitely. I think we, yep, they're different. I think we all like. It's just um, you, you don't always know what you're going to get, so it's hard to know what to do coming into the race. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we got some phone calls here, 702-586-PULP. Got a few lines open. Kay Clayson's on the line. Thank you to the folks at FMF Goggles. Dean Wilson is running uh, FMF Goggles. He's back as well, so thank you to the folks at uh, FMF. Uh, their, their vision uh, continues to expand the range. Their full line of sunglasses as well. 
The all-new line features a unique balance between FMF's traditional style and modern fashion. FMFRacing.com to experience the entire FMF Vision line. You were wearing these, weren't you, Cade? That's true. Bro, we gave like 14 yeah. sets of them away this year because of me. Right. You, but you're not wearing them anymore? Uh, I, no, because we'll wear the FXR stuff for Super, yeah. or World stuff. But, okay, so yeah, you're an FMF Vision athlete for Supercross. And then when you were making games, yeah. we were giving them away. Right. Yeah. So how do you like you the goggles? Do you like the goggles? Yeah, they were good. Oh. They were really good. Yeah, they're, I mean, they work really well. Right. I, I enjoyed them. I didn't have any issues with them. Okay. Well, I feel like um, you let a few listeners down a couple of weeks, but for the most part, you were really, really good for our listeners because we were. Uh, one of those right. you can blame Rob Bell. Oh, that's true. And yeah, Rob Bell. The other three <laughs> you can blame my ACL. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Uh, FMF Vision on social media as well. Dean Wilson, Cade Clayson, and more wearing the FMF goggles. Let's get to some phone calls, shall we? Uh, Cade Clayson's on the line. Um, uh, Jimmy's on three. Let's go to Jimmy. Jimmy, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Good. What's happening? Hey, uh, so here's my question. Uh, with uh, Pulp getting that Mav money for Lambos and whatnot, mm-hmm. and then um, Weege in the booth, and they're kind of that connection there, What's the chanceability of actually getting the, uh, you know, the Deegan will get there when it's time well, on the air for Weege? He. We've all told him he has to do it, like on all the group texts, right? Like I'm in like 14 group texts with Weege. Everyone is saying he's got to do it. He says his social is blowing up uh, because it's finally time. He's, they're going to race him when it's time. So I would be very surprised, Jimmy, if he does not drop uh, it's time or something, you know, uh, on the broadcast. Uh-huh. I feel like he's, he's getting heat everywhere. So, yeah. If, if anyone put money on it, he'd do it for sure. Oh, yeah, you know that. Yeah, we race Ryder D. We'll get there. All right. We race for time. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jimmy. He'll do it, I think. Yeah, thanks, man. One. Appreciate it. I right. want to get your thoughts on that, too, Cade, uh, uh, as well. But, Sean, uh, what's up, man? Sean, you want to talk about Iron Man? You got the perfect guy on the line because Cade's raced it. Okay. All right. Well, I, he kind of answered my question already about Iron Man because I was asking about the jumps, and some people were telling me that. Oh, like those big jumps in the back. Like one of my buddies raced, and he said, "Dude, the, literally the jump is so scary. It's like it's worse than the leap. It's not even like you don't want to hit every lap." Is that like kind of how every rider thinks? I mean, at least like the privateers are like. I, I don't think so. I, I mean, they can definitely be scary, like late in the moto when they're starting to get gnarly. The the I think it's Godzilla is the step up, or I think it's the step up and not the step down after it. But the step up can be scary when they make the landing really big because you can't see the face or i'm sorry you can't see the landing until you're like in the air for probably a quarter to half a second like there is a because you take off like 15 20 feet before you get to the top of the hill so you can't see the landing for a while uh and then the big table in the middle i mean once you jump it it's just it's really fun it's fun to throw whips on like even i threw whips off that thing last year and i don't i don't put my bike sideways at any time <laughs> uh, so they they can obviously get sketchy. I would say they're probably, honestly, probably more sketchy for amateur events when they don't have the time to prep them as much. Uh, but when they have jumps that big on a national, they know how gnarly they get. They they usually lately, as in like the last two years, have been much better about making those faces safe because it's crowd pleasing as well. When the face is all messed up and we just you know, Ronnie Mack off that thing every lap. It's not fun for the fans either. They want to see Kenny and the leaders throw its off of it mid-moto. And, and that's, that happens when they keep those faces, you know, a little bit safer. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Like, I know, like, they don't use the, like, the amateur day, they don't even let the riders, it's like the only track, I think, for, where they don't let the riders on Sunday, the amateur day, when they race the pro track, jump those big jumps, because they're just, like, they're, like, death doubles for amateurs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the step-up's gnarly. The, the step-up is, like, you have to roll it a couple times and really know where the landing is, because I remember the first year I raced it, the landing, it's more of, like, a tabletop now or last year it was like you could case it and be okay the first year it was like a straight up supercross double and you had to get over this super steep landing and it was i remember it was scary the first time i jumped it but i mean at some point there should be jumps like that that only we can do that like there's a reason we're professionals and go racing uh you know i think there's a, a safety line that you don't really want to cross like that huge jump in atlanta but uh, those I feel like a step up you can keep relatively safe, but make it look pleasing to the eye, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. All right. All right thanks. Thanks, thanks, man. Guys. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Kay Clayson on the line. We have uh, Tyler wants to talk to you about overseas racing. Tyler, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on? So I have a question. I noticed um, watching Clay at the Brazil Supercross, I want to say it was last year, the beginning of this year, I don't recall, but... I noticed some U.S. riders, like, wearing different gear over at some of these overseas races. Is this common? Like, do gear companies pay, you know, these riders to wear stuff overseas compared to well, they pay the what teams. they have? Yeah, they pay the teams mostly. Germany does this, too. Um, okay. Cade, how did it work for you? Just, yeah, you got to run this stuff? Yeah, I, wore, I was able to wear my O'Neill stuff last year when I went down. Uh, it, it just depends on who you're riding for, uh, who's helping you. When I went to Germany... I had an FXR deal here in the States. I had to get it okayed by them to go race Germany because I was going to have to wear fly. Uh, it's just it's just how it goes sometimes. The team has obligations uh, for them to have money to go racing, and sometimes that comes from gear companies. So when you, if you want to go, you have to wear their stuff. So it, it's different for everyone, and some guys, they can get it okayed, and some guys have such an attachment to gear companies that they – either don't want to wear something else just for the pure fact of like they've been with this person for so long or you know just respect or whatever i mean there's always different situations all right there you go yeah yeah thanks for the call tyler it was it was interesting yep so thanks man appreciate it cool uh all right future headline time from uh from sam sam you got a future headline yes sir what's up boys Uh, loving the show so far thank you i got one for uh, aaron pleasanter for this weekend so i got Plessinger Pistol Whips Iron Man for overall podium, or Plessinger Plateaus outside the top five. Mm, good one for sure. Uh, he's hot and cold, Cade. Um, you know, Southwick, High Point, um, Unadilla, good stuff, good motos. Uh, this weekend, just 10-8. Like, what do you think, Cade? Which one are you taking? I would – I think a betting man would take fifth before a podium for sure he's good at iron man though he is um, he's good at iron man he's great at iron man right. better than good right. you know so but i i would if it rains if it decides to rain i'm taking the first one but <laughs> as of right i would take i would take the fifth over over the podium at this at this point um all right uh i'll take the fifth too sam but uh, i do like a future headline I'll, i've always enjoyed that do you want a pair of goggles Sure, man. That'd be awesome. Have you won recently? Because that you know. Uh no, I won during Supercross. That was it. Tits? I haven't done a future in a while. I did the one with Moda. 
tits? And the whoops. Can so, I ask yeah. what he won? What did you win during Supercross? Flyover bag. A bag. Okay, I'll allow it. Okay, we're going to yep. allow that. Okay. All right, stay on the line. All right, Sam. Thanks, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, AP I sh- shrugs for me, Cade. Uh, some good, some bad. He's on it some weekends. Some weekends it's just so-so. Uh, I-, I wouldn't know how to judge him if I'm Roger DeCoster and Ian Harrison. Yeah, uh, it's definitely weird. Uh, he's obviously improved since the beginning of outdoors. And I think the longer AP has been healthy, Mm-hmm. And this goes for his whole career. Like he doesn't just come back and is lightning fast. It, it takes some time for him to build and get better, which is understandable. Like no one's, not everyone's the same. Some guys can get injured and come back and be better than when they got hurt. But AP, I don't think has ever seemed to be that guy. And if he can stay healthy through now through the off season, I would expect him to be, you know, back battling at the front where he was in Oakland last year or this year. I mean. Uh, but this year. I, it's it's definitely weird that he hasn't been as successful outdoors as you would have hoped. Right. Uh, I, I would agree with that. Um, you didn't race outdoors for a long time in America. Um, you jumped into it here and there uh, lately. Uh, Mookie went eight years without riding an outdoor national. Uh, he was into the top ten in his second round. Uh, how tough is that, man? That's got to be gnarly, right? I, I went to go talk to him after this weekend, but he had a flight, so he was leaving. I didn't get a chance to, to speak with him. But I do want to ask him, like, how is it after eight years away from a national? I I think it's harder to jump in in midseason. I think he would have been a touch more successful had he gotten to start at the beginning of the year when everyone was obviously not at their peak. Mm -hmm. These guys are all, you know, they they know what to expect on the weekends. They know what it's like to go do two practices and then get two 30-minute motos as well. It's it's not something you forget. It's just being in that type of shape is difficult. Um, Just doing motos at home or wherever you're doing motos, it's, it's hard to replicate that long of a day and it's not just like if you go to the practice track and you do you know two practices and two 30 minute motos you're done in three or four hours you're not spending all day there and you'd think that spacing out your motos makes them easier it really doesn't to me (laughs) it's it's a long day it's it's a freaking the whole day is a grind yeah and uh it's it's tough and i don't think some people give it enough credit and you know i i struggled when i came back to do some races this year and i've seen plenty of other guys come back mid-season season and struggle and i i think he would have been more successful had he been able to start at the beginning of outdoors mm-hmm. but um i would assume he's going to continue to get a little bit better over these next two weeks and uh you know maybe next year he'll be able to start at the beginning and be a bit more successful right uh, count me a surprise he jumped in for the last four after missing eight years. Good job for Rockstar and Husky to have them, right? But they had McElrath. And, totally. Uh, totally. I, I give him props for doing that because he could have stayed home. A lot of guys in his spot would stay home. No, totally. Um, hey, um, we got some more phone calls. Um, yeah, let's get to them before we get to uh, a Hayden Deegan question. Are you ready for a Hayden Deegan question? It's coming up. Whatever, bro. You bring it up. All right. Okay. All right. Hold on. Uh, we have uh, Cody wants to complain about Weech. Oh, that's unfortunate. Cody, what's up? What's your complaint about Weege? All right, so, Steve, you've watched a few F1 races, right? Oh, yeah, I watch a lot of them, yeah. So, the you know when they pull off the track and then they go in the cool-down room, the top three drivers, yeah. and then they 
shove the camera in their face and everyone stops talking. Mm-hmm. Why? Okay, in moto, they pull off the track and then they go under the little canopy thing before they go on the podium. They have a camera in their face with a microphone, but freaking Weege keeps talking through all of it. I want to hear what they have to say to like debrief. Yeah, that's true. It's a good point. Uh, maybe, maybe he's got instructions that the teams don't want to hear that. Uh, they don't want the the live stuff going on. Maybe nobody's thought of that, right? Um, I'm with you. Yeah, there's, there's definitely probably some language that is said in that That's, area. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that may not be TV appropriate. But just tell them, you know, same same rules apply for podium right. debriefs. Right, like, right. I don't know. I think it'd be really cool. But yeah. no, uh, I'm with you. I would think we just smart enough, as you know, um, you know, to know that. So I would think. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe they've told them, hey, just keep talking while they do that. You know what I mean? Keep talking about something. Yeah. yeah. It's more fun to complain about Weege, though. Yeah, no, just listen, he, he's in Disneyland this week, and he's been mm-hmm. texting us photos of how much the, the dinners are, how much he spent. Like, he is a he's a disaster right now. He is not not in a good spot right now. So. Well, hey, we need to have a segment where, uh, like, us as fans donate and um, make him do stuff like go in and – Buy a buy one get one free, but like leave the leave the second one there or something like that. Yeah, you can, yeah. You can make some money. Right, right. Something like that. Yeah, no, I, I'm with right. you, man. Uh, all right, thanks for the call. Appreciate right, it. Cool. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, Cade uh, Hayden Deegan making his debut right from the B class. Um, what do you think? How's he going to do? I'm intrigued. You know, I uh, I think it's going to be interesting. He's a good starter. If he can start up front, he can probably run up there for a little while. It surprises me that he didn't win the one pro-am that he was at. Mm-hmm. Like, like I don't know how long the motos were or anything like that, but I just find it hard to believe that he wasn't able to pass not one but two different guys. Uh, when he is, uh, he is so fast. Like he is stupid fast, and I don't even know who beat him. Uh, but I mean, I, I expect him to be fast and be able to set a good lap time in practice. I don't know what the moto is going to be like. I don't even know if he's ever ridden a track that's going to be this rough or anything like that. Obviously, Loretta's is rough, but it's it's a different kind of rough than Loretta's is. Loretta's is the bumps are so spread out because there's so many different speed variations of guys riding, you know, yeah. uh, 50 riders braking way sooner than a big bike guy is going. To, it's just, yeah, there's, yeah. It's, it's very different. So, I'm excited to see it. I, I mean, he'll obviously be top 20. Uh, I would expect him to be probably 10th to 15th, I would say. He's obviously going to get better than that later in his career. But he's super young. I mean, you got to remember, he's only been on a big bike for like a year. So I'm yeah, excited. I'm, I'm a little surprised he's turning pro so soon, to be honest. I kind of thought it was next year. But, hey, whatever. Well, I mean, he's he's just – He's just doing these. Like, he'll do Futures and Loretta's and stuff next year probably, right? No, not Loretta's. No. but Oh, he's going to race outdoors next year. Yeah, yeah. But he's going to do Future stuff for Supercross. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, I mean, that seems like a good plan. Uh, Get a couple races under your belt just to see what it's like and see where you're at and and then grow a little bit as a rider and hopefully mature. And he's probably going to get slapped in the face by somebody not – Literally, but like mm-hmm. you know, yeah. somebody's like you know, it's going to be a wake up call. There's there's a lot of dudes that fight hard for position in mm-hmm. the outdoors. Those oh, dudes yeah. are freaking nuts. Yep. No, I I do think there'll be some guys that'll be like, oh, Hayden Deegan, watch this, boom, 
Watch this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, you know, and I, I, it's it's going to happen. It happens all the time. So uh, it is what it is. Kay Clayson on the uh, Fly Race and Moto Sixty Show. Fly Race and their twenty twenty three stuff is out, and uh, so please check that out. Uh, Kay, do you, are you ready to drop your twenty twenty three ride yet on the show here, or where are we at with that? Uh no. You're not. We just we just dropped one ride. We don't yeah. need to drop. Are we, one. You want to drop the other one? No. Oh. <laughs> Has there no. been a snag? In has there been a snag? No, oh, snag. okay, okay, no, okay. I, just, I, I don't, dude. I don't know what I'm allowed to talk about ever. I just hang out and I just do my thing. Okay, well, we'll, we'll drop. We drop the club and we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, club's right. sick. I'm excited. You right. know, I'm gonna get started here. I have an idea for you though. Oh, what is it? We need to. Uh, so I only know who does it in Supercross. So it'd either be Pelletier or J Bone or Denning, but they need to send one of them to the press conference every week to disclose who was penalized, for what reasons, what happened on the track, why this happened, why that happened, or something like that, well, to answer questions that you guys have. Like, you should have been able to publicly ask, you know, say, Mike Pelletier. Obviously, he's not the guy. At no, National, but yes, but somebody is. Yeah. So you should, like, if Mike's at the thing, he's like, Justin Barsha was disqualified for cutting the track and then re-entering the track and slamming into another rider and taking that rider down. We disqualified him from the moto. Uh, is there any questions about that? Like, you could ask that question and be like, no, that is what I no, need. No, yeah, it, I agree with you. Um, I, it's a joke. The Barsha thing was a joke, and we got nothing from the media outside of contact with Ferrandis. Um, you know, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm with you 100%. I reached out to the officials. I got nothing back. No description, no well, anything, you know? So I just think there needs to be, like, a public speaker for them, right, that goes to the press conference, and before the riders start, they can be like, hey, Chase was docked a point yeah. for jumping on a Well, you know, you know that the penalties are on Supercross. They, they, they issue them on an email on Monday. You know that there's a segment on the website. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I know, but I'm just saying, like, you guys want to know after the race. Like, you don't want to wait until Monday. No, I know. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I so, just, or if they're reviewing something that can be like, yeah, it's dude, under review. A factory rider it. got disqualified, and all we got was contact with Ferrandis. That That's it. That's all we got. And, and like, that's a, to disqualify somebody is a huge deal. Yeah, try being disqualified for two years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great point. Uh, all right, we're coming up. Uh, last question for Kay Clayson from Tyler. Tyler, what's going on? What's your question, man? Hey, guys. So I was listening to the AP talk, and I thought it was interesting that there has been so much negativity about the new KTM Gas Gas Husky models. Um, has Ryan Dungey been vocal about having issues with the new KTM? He seems to be the best rider so far on that platform. Yeah. So, yeah. He, uh, dude, he's in such a good mood. He'll, he'd love it. I bet you'd love it. I'm, I'm going to ask him about it. Um, you know, AP went to the smaller forks, and the European guys are struggling, and Caroli said some new stuff's coming out. Uh, we know right. Webb didn't like it. We know all that stuff. Uh, I am going to ask Ryan that, even off the record. Um, but I'll tell you what, Tyler, he has been the happiest guy in the pits this year. It's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's been the consistent I've heard on just about everything from anybody who's interviewed him. I just find it interesting that um, yeah. he's the only one so far that is doing the best and have yet to hear anything negative about the bike when just about everybody else seems to have 
some yeah, problems yeah, with it. Yeah, absolutely right. And and uh, RJ Hampshire made sure to tell me like first win for the new bike outdoors. You know, like because make right. you know making sure that he kind of knew it because he hasn't been very happy with it either. So uh, yeah, I don't know. Right. Uh, thanks, Tyler. Thanks for the call. I'm curious. It's it's makes me curious. Like, do you think the U.S. guys? And I don't know if the Euro guys are struggling as much or what exactly they're struggling with because they can change a lot more. Mm-hmm. But everyone has always said, like, our outdoor setups are a lot stiffer than, they are. you know, yeah. Euro guys' yeah. outdoor setups because we are right half the year on such an incredibly stiff setting mm-hmm. that when we switch to outdoors, we want that holdup. We don't like the blow through and the, the riding low and the stroke. We don't like that feeling just because what we're used to the other half of the year. So I wonder if part of the problem for us is that we didn't get a whole year or those guys didn't get a whole year of testing just outdoors, right? I, obviously, they struggled a little bit in Supercross as well, but it's just it's it's different to me if that has anything to do with it because the, the suspension settings for us are always so much different than those guys. Yeah, yeah, no, you you got a you got a great point there for sure. Um, Kay Clayson on the uh, Fly Racing Moto Sixty Show, Dan Truman coming up. Roxon got on the podium this week. Uh, he led laps in both races. He was a bit of a distant third. Um, yeah, the mystery continues with Ken Roxon, Cade. He, it's freaking crazy. He looked good, too. And it's always funny because I personally think when he's throwing, like, big whips, uh, like, on the sight lap or something like that, like, it's going to be a good day. Mm-hmm. Uh it's just like when he's feeling free and loose and stuff like that. But, you know, he was throwing knack-knacks over the leap on the slight lap at Redbud, and, you know, we saw how that went. So uh, it's it's weird to me. Uh, obviously, there's something going on that he doesn't want to talk about, which is fine. Like, that's his personal life. His, his health is his own private thing. Uh, I think it's just something we're going to have to get used to and, uh, yeah, just learn to live with, really. So do you have a thought on where he's at this weekend? Uh, is it supposed to be hot? I don't know what the weather is. I haven't looked, no. If it's not hot, I would say three to five. Mm-hmm. If it's hot, I would say four to eight. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, and before we let you go here, who wins? Who wins the two classes? Uh, I mean, I'm, dude, I'm taking Chase all the way. I like Eli. We've be, it's the first year I've ever been able to talk to the guy, but I think it'd be <laughs> really cool to see Chase uh win one so i think chase is gonna figure out how to figure out how to beat him which is cool i think he has more raw speed if he can keep it on two wheels i think he wins uh and then the 250 class it's weird because you know jet hasn't won in a while so it's really a toss-up every moto who wins but i i i'm gonna take jet this weekend i think he's gonna try and figure it out and wrap this thing up before they get to paula so you like chase for the title yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Huh. So I just, I'll be different than you guys. I know you guys all like Eli. Just yeah. Yeah. Veteran abilities. But I think it, it would be cool to see Chase win. And, uh, you know, maybe if Chase wins, it motivates Eli to come back and race outdoors next year. Yeah. I don't think so, but perhaps, yes. It'd be cool. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Kate, thanks for the time, man. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll see you down the road. Congrats on the World Supercross ride, man. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, hopefully I can live up to the hype. All right. Thanks, man. Uh, that's Kay Clayson. We're giving away the FMF goggles still to an archive listener 
Archive listener, e- email contest at pulpamexshow.com. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. You will win a set of uh, FMF goggles from those guys. Thank you to FMF Vision. Thank you to Plum Creek Funding as well. If you're looking to purchase a new home in 2022, if you're a first-time buyer or investor, Plum Creek Funding has programs to suit your needs. You already own a home looking to pull cash out or lower the rate. 12 different states. Uh, Zach at PlumCreekFunding.com can help you with 12 different states. Zach at PlumCreekFunding.com. Uh, JT and I have used Zach for a few of our purchases, and uh, it's done well. He's done a really good job. He says discount code, hashtag same square footage, but uh, I don't think that works, and I don't want to I don't want to promote that at all. But uh, Plum Creek Funding, everybody. Check it out. Uh, next up on here on the show, uh, from Get and Athena, it is uh, Dan Trubin. What's up, Dan? How are you? I'm good. Just uh, headed out to Ironman to watch some amateurs. Uh, I know you're really up on the amateurs, so uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm super super excited to get there. Um, what um, what is uh, uh, first of all? What's up with Get? Uh, last time we had you on the show, you got everything in stock. Uh, is everything gone now again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're out of stock, but a truck is coming today, so we'll get some more stuff in. Basically, we're getting a shipment a week of products and filling back orders and and things, and, and kind of just getting caught up from the the craze that happened over the last year. But uh, yeah, products in stock. Um, and uh, we got some new ECUs and things coming out here in the near future. Some stuff for the Honda 450L, which is pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, just uh, getting a thing is good. We do have a lot of amateurs. That's a big reason why I am here. Uh, we support a lot of the amateur uh, teams and, and younger kids. So yeah. uh, I'll be here today, you know, doing some ECUs and things like Um. Was the uh, was the flag at Get and Athena lowered to half mask after Antonio's uh, tough Buds Creek? Tony was not happy. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, there were some text messages that, that I seen that Tony was bummed, uh, and we we were all bummed too. I, I mean, I think it. I think the sport's better when Tony and Dunge and these guys are racing, and and it sucks that he got injured. Um, it sounds like he'll be fine for designations, but. Yeah, he isn't pumped on how it went down. I think there was uh, mm-hmm. like 38 riders that avoided him. Uh, there was yep. one or two, one or two that that uh, did not even make an attempt. To yeah, I know. He said Barsha. He told me Barsha. He said uh, Barsha looked right at him and just pinned it over his arm. Yeah, so he was pretty bummed. Like yep. you know, I mean, it wasn't like they were battling for the lead on the last lap or something. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It, yep. it was kind of a bummer for sure. So. Yeah, absolutely. No, for sure. Um, uh, get an Athena two-stroke, four-stroke. ECUs, uh, Antonio Caroli using the RPM dashboard as well. Uh, please email us using the contact form on Pulpamex to get a discount from the folks at Get and or Athena. Uh, great guys, and thank you to that uh, for the support. Get, get. Uh, let's, let's, let's start Combine because you're, you just talked about it. Um, these are good. I like these. These, these are good things, I think, uh, for the industry. Um, how much do you read into them? How much do you uh, look at it uh, yourself and put a – put a um uh you know an importance on these things yeah for, for me i think they are more important and i don't want to say more important than loretta's but you get a better feel right it's a real track um you know 25 minute motos loretta's is such a people put so much pressure on it on, on this one race and the track isn't really uh you know a, an iron man or a you know butts creek or, or like that so you know, Chance Hymas, for instance, I think Chance is a great rider. I think that he'll be on the podium this weekend at the Combine, and he'll do good at his first Pro National. But at Loretta's, he just wasn't good, right? And it just didn't work for him. But people are, like, writing him off, and I, and I kind of disagree. I think this weekend in the Combine shows a lot more of who the rider is. You know, you got guys like Evan Ferry and, and Hayden Deegan won last time out, and, I mean, he rode really awesome. He, he crushed those guys. So I, I, I like him. I like him a lot. 
Yeah, I think they're a good thing. Honestly, look, I know everyone builds up Loretta's, and I get it. Uh, Loretta's track is almost no longer relevant for four strokes and what these guys have for horsepower now. You know? Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and that's what I mean. Like, you take somebody like Chance, who's just doing motos, at, you know, in Florida with the Lawrence brothers and guys like that, and, and he's ready to go race a national. And then you go put him at Loretta's uh, after a 65 you know, seven to nine moto and the lines are just crazy different. And, and, you know, he either pumps up or, you know, it's just, it's different. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, which that is the challenge of Loretta's, but I don't think you can go look at Loretta's and say, Oh, well, you know, Chance Hymas isn't, isn't a good pro going to be a good pro because, you know, he, he got smoked at Loretta's. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, uh, um, I'm with you. Uh, Evan Ferry though, probably going to go one, one. Yeah. Evan's riding really good right now. Loretta's, which was a bummer, you know, like I said, you, everyone puts all this into one race, right? Yep, and then yep. you get there and, and you're sick. Like, and then you don't get to show what you have. And, you know, he had the speed, you know, just off of Deegan and those guys, I think. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Evan is, you know, on the podium, both motos. Mm-hmm. I don't think he goes 1-1, but uh, I think he will be really good. Yeah, no, it should be good. I, I think these combines are good. I'd like to see more of them, Robert, really, right? I mean. Yeah, I think so. And, I mean, obviously I'm around the Lawrence brothers, and they, they're firm believers in – what helped them was racing in Europe in the, the EMX classes. Yep. You know, jet racing guys that were way older than him, and, and we'll see that this weekend. Cowie's going to have Drew Adams. He's only 14, but why not go race these guys? He's, he's for sure not going to win, um, or, I mean, he could, I guess, but he's unlikely to go win. But get the experience. The longer motos, go race with these faster guys that he'll he'll be racing sooner or later anyway. So I think it's a good idea. I think they should do them in a lot more races. We were razzing you on our group text yesterday because uh, Hymas went to the 83 compound and didn't have a good Loretta's. And Hunter's had a crappy few weeks. He's riding there, you know, 83 compound. What's Jed hasn't won in seven motos. What the hell yeah, are you guys doing? We're just falling apart, you know. I miss came. He's terrible. Uh, yeah, we're we're yeah. I'll take the blame for Coop. I a guess te- Supercross. We, we had a team there. folded. A team folded. They showed up yeah, to ride there. They folded. Yeah, yeah. BBMX team that you know they came there. They folded. So yeah, for sure it's us. I won't take any of the credit for the wins <laughs> or the titles or any of that stuff that we're going to get back to back titles with Jed or right. Supercross titles. But yeah, give me all the bad stuff. Yeah, now, no, it's, yeah. it's been good. And I texted you guys yesterday. You know, Hunter. I think Hunter was better than Jet in both motos yesterday. You know, those guys are very competitive. And, um, you know, unfortunately, I don't know what happened to Hunter on Saturday. He doesn't know either. You know, he got there and he makes mental mistakes he, and things like that. So, uh, I, I don't know. If Hunter, we say this about a lot of guys, if he rode like he did on, on yeah. Wednesday on Saturday, he wins it, you know. But, um, I don't know. I think I think Jet will win this weekend. I was listening to uh, Cade, and I think I agree he'll be back on top. Yeah, I, I think he's going to make a statement. I agree. It's a good track for him. Um, it's a good track in a period. Ironman's a good a good round, Dan. This is a fairly new race, uh, but it's worked. Everyone seems to like it. Uh, flying Indianapolis, uh, good track, good weather, good fans. It's, it's a good race. Yeah, I think it's good. I think 2014 was their first year here. Um, you know, we've had a few mutters. Hopefully the weather's good. It looks good, but it's a good facility. You know, the pits are good. I think they even have a bike wash area, which you really mm-hmm. like. Um, yep. You've supported for a long time. Um, yeah, the events run good. There's good spectating areas. So, yeah, overall it's a great track, great venue. Uh, let's take some phone calls. Dan Truman from Get and Athena on the line. Dustin's on, too. Dustin, what's up, man? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. But, um, just one of your thoughts. I know it's a little 
premature. Still got a Supercross season to go, but the odds of Jet potentially being the first rider to go four in a row for Supercross and outdoor titles. Mm, well, he's got oh. Osborne almost did it, but he got hurt. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you're talking about, like, obviously because he won outdoors, he won Supercross. Last year. He's going to win outdoors right. again, and then, yeah, he'll win Supercross next year, right? Yeah. But it's split across three years. So is he the first guy? I don't even know. Is that is that is that you're saying he's the first guy since when to do it? No, I don't think anyone. Like, Carmichael never did it. Um, yeah, Osborne had but, a chance. Ah, you, you got guys moving up, though. I, I don't know. It, sure. I guess it's sure. Pretty sure Dunge did right? I mean, Dunge was 250 champ, and then he was rookie. 450 champ. Yeah, Supercross and Motocross for Dunge. Then he won the 450 Supercross Supercross Motocross. motocross. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, I get your question. Uh, I don't don't put Jet as winning a Supercross title next year. Um, Not because of his speed or talent or anything else. No, but he's going back to 250s next year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 450 outdoor. You're right. Yeah. I got him. I got him defending his super. I got him defending his two fifty supercross title. <laughs> you know, so yeah. I'm sure Dan does too. Uh, all yeah. right, thanks, Dustin. Appreciate right. it. Thank thanks. you. Uh, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see. But again, it's strung across three years, and it matters on who moves out of the class. And so, yeah, I don't there's know only it, a few. Guys, there's only a few guys. I think also what he was getting to is Osborne almost won all four titles. Period. Yeah. Uh, yep. There's only a couple guys that have ever won all four titles, meaning. 250 Supercross, 250 Outdoor, you know, because Chad never won a 250 Outdoor title, uh, things like that. So there's only like three or four guys that have ever done it. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think Jet will be be one of those guys at some point in his career that does do it. Um, Not necessarily in the next year or two, though. Right. Uh, TJ, go ahead. What's your question? Yeah, thanks for taking my call, Steve. Uh, First time caller. Um, I heard you guys talking earlier in the show about Roxon, and I know Roxon has really conditioned us to not know what to expect from him at all these races, but um, I kind of am really curious about, I know there was news about uh, that private test out at the Star Racing Facility. Um, Just wondering if there was maybe Kenny involved in that, or I don't know. What do you know about that? Uh, I don't know anything. Daniel Blair started that, I think, right, that he heard that. Uh, my guess would be it wasn't Roxon because who's going to ride the old bike? Who's going to Yamaha's got an all new bike coming out, right? That Tomac got to ride. So it, it, it wasn't. It's crazy that everyone's speculating. Uh, that. Yeah, I, I don't understand. I, I, I'm guessing it's Triumph. Yeah. I'm, I think it was a Triumph thing. If, if, that, if that's true, if it's really happened, hmm. I would think it's Ricky riding the Triumph, huh, Dan? Uh, I mean, I know who was there, so uh, I mean, I'm not going to speculate, but it wasn't like. It wasn't who everybody thinks it was. That's what's crazy. So, it was a, it was okay. a 250 guy. We'll just go with that. Right, right. I, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't see anybody riding the 450 like Roxon or or Chase because no, it's, a, it's those, a whole new bike. None of those guys. Yeah, none of those guys are going to go ride the old bike. Um, and it was before the new bike was out, so they definitely weren't letting someone come ride the new bike that uh, right, right. wasn't going to be on the team. And if it was somebody like that, it would it would have been a you know a Chase or a Cooper Webb or a Roxon, but it wasn't. So yeah. it was. You know, huh, they, okay. they they had the Spanish kid come too. You know, and ride the 250, and he was under a KTM contract in in Europe. But I mean, people close down for things like that just out of respect for sponsors. You yeah. know what I mean? So right, right. Uh, mm-hmm. we've, we've done the same thing at our place. You know, if a guy in Europe has a deal with, say, Fly or something, and he wants to come over, and the team he's going to try out for wears Fox, then you have to close the place down just so there's no photos and stuff. You know, so yep. it's not as people look into this crazy theory but it's it's not that deep yeah uh thanks man thanks for the call tj appreciate it thank you 
yeah, I don't, I, Daniel didn't know or whatever, and I just I don't doesn't make sense for Kenny to do that. I, although having said that, I mean Kenny's got to end up at Honda. I don't know what else he can do. Uh, he's not starting his own thing. Uh, I mean maybe Astafan if he blows the negotiations, his agent. He'll have to start his own thing, a la Chad Reed, but I don't see that happening, Dan. Uh, I just think that these two sides got to find a common ground here. Dan, you there? Yeah, sorry. I lost you. Yeah, I I do agree with you. I think he ends up at Honda. Um, It just makes too much sense with all of his current sponsors and uh, Honda's plan to move Jet up for outdoors. Um, It just just fits too good, honestly. Um, I think that, you know... He'd probably take a small pay cut, and he'll end up at Honda. Yeah, make the money elsewhere. Yeah, so. I mean, I know, I know, Asfans playing hard, hardball, but there's no options, man. You know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's really anywhere for him to go. I mean, from obviously what we hear of all the other the big teams that Kenny would go to, they're all pretty much full. Um, I mean, unless someone found some crazy money somewhere to, to add a rider to one of these teams, you know, mm-hmm. KTM or what, something like that, but I just don't see it happening. You think Dunge rides Supercross next year? I think he comes back. He was pretty coy with me, but you think he does Supercross too? Yeah, for me, I, I've been both ways. I was like, outdoors just makes so much sense, right? He, he can stay in Minnesota, go ride outdoors. It's, it's fine and easy. Um, but, man, he has that drive, and he wants, he wants to go win again, so... I could definitely see Dunge doing it, man. Like he, he enjoys it, and like he wasn't that bad last weekend. He was right there with the leaders. Mm-hmm. So he's only getting better. So I could see it for sure happening. Let's talk World Supercross for a second. We had Kate on. He's riding for Club. Um, Josh Grant's coming back. Josh Hill's got a ride. Uh, Chad is forty years old. He's got a ride. Um, I half expect Nick Way or maybe Stroop to be the next announcement, but. <laughs> It's it's honestly I don't like I don't care, I'm going to watch the first round and I think it's awesome and there's more competition and you know it, World Supercross guys got the Supercross and Motocross people to work together, it, it, you know the, so that's awesome that's going to be their legacy, so but dude talk about a mishmash of teams and riders, <laughs> yeah 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 I've been involved with a little bit of you know of helping out with some of these teams and riders and stuff and it it's a little strange you know some of them still don't have riders uh, for certain classes and things like that but yeah the list of like chad and josh grant and and sounds like maybe nichols and and you know justin vogel guys like that yeah savachi um, yeah yes savachi and there's a lot of talented guys for sure right uh, of a bunch of different eras there's mm-hmm. uh, some young guys it looks like enzo lopes maybe and some a couple other guys um Derek drake i've heard so there's, there's young, there's old, there's yeah. kind of all over the place. You know, guys like McElrath maybe riding 250s, and, and it's just, it's all over the place. But I, <laughs> it is. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm really curious, uh, you know, how the events go, just because they, they all are all over the place. A lot, like six or seven of the teams aren't established teams, right? So they don't really have team managers in place and organizing and making those phone calls and getting stuff done, which I know how hard that is to do. Um so, yeah, I'm curious how it all comes together. How much is Chad uh, involved with you and asking you and all of that? How much are you? Um, it's ben, ben and him have called a few times. Uh, I spoke to Ben yesterday and the day before and the day before. Yeah, but, okay, all right. So that, uh, yeah, yeah. But, but Chad is doing his own thing. You know, he's building his own bike. He's testing. He's taking it super serious. He's building a track in North Carolina. You know, everything he does is, you know, Chad's never going to cut a corner. Um, so he's all in. Um I would expect Chad to have a very good bike. Uh, he'll have a good program with Ben and him, and 
and he'll be there and he'll have a good program regardless of everyone else. Even on his own team or whatever the case is, Chad will be ready. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, three main events for those. Like the 450 guys are going to go 8, 8, and 12. The format was released today. So, yeah, yeah. So like kind of like our triple crown yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, yep. yeah. So yeah, be- I, I like that. And guys like Justin Brayton, and even you know, you take a guy like a Bogle or or, or Chad, for instance, those, that keeps them more competitive, right? I think because they're not ready to do twenty-two laps or twenty-two minutes or however you want to you know break it down. Uh, an eight lapper, you know, a guy like Josh Grant gets a whole shot. Good luck. You know what I mean? He's gonna he's probably gonna win. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Josh Grant though, Jesus. Yeah, on a Honda, right? I, I don't know what those guys. I think they can ride whatever they want on MDK. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the last I heard was uh, Bogle wanted to ride a Yamaha, but he has to ride a KTM. Apparently, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, all right, Garrett's on three with a future headline. Garrett, what's your future headline? All right. So we got Tomac takes this title, mm-hmm. or Dark Side dives in front of Steve at World Vets. Hmm. I still like Tomac to take this title. He's one up, four motos to go. I don't think Darkside pushes it as hard enough to die. So I'll go Tomac takes the title. What do you think, uh, Dan? Yeah, I don't know if Darkside's ever going to be ahead of you, right? So uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, He'd have to die in front of you. But, no, I, I, I still have Eli to win this. Um, Chase definitely made a statement at Unadilla. Um, Eli really – Really let one go yesterday or last week in the second moto. I think that, you know, those guys are all riding great, don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. um, he had a big chance to make up a lot of points last week. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I still, I still think Tomac wins. Uh, thanks, Garrett. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, email us a contest at pulpamexshow.com to win a chance, uh, to get a chance to win a pair of FMF goggles. Plum Creek funding, get FMF goggles, Maxis, Pro Taper, Fly Race, and Moto 60 show. Uh, Dan, before we let you go here, um, the Barsha penalty. I guess it's Thursday now. We're not going to hear anything. We're not going to get any explanation. He just made contact with Ferrandis. He released his GoPro. There's no other video. A, a factory rider got disqualified. And the video that we saw from Barsha doesn't look that bad. And, yeah, I guess we're just all moving on in our sport. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed. Um, I think that they jumped to the conclusion, right? Like, everybody knows that Barsha has a GoPro on his bike. It's it's pretty well documented uh, that it's on his bike every weekend. I mean, it's a sponsor of the team. So uh, I think they should have looked at the footage first. And I also don't think – I know Justin gets that reputation, so it's like, oh, it's Barsha. But, I mean, he's not on he's not on probation. Uh, Supercross, the FIM, or the Feld and MX Sports are two different – you know, they're two different sanctioning bodies, so nothing should have carried over from Supercross. Um, I don't know. I, I think it was a little harsh for the DQ. Uh, was it aggressive? Obviously, you know. Was it unneeded? Of course. But uh, a DQ seems a bit much. I agree. Uh, you know, yeah. I just when you disqualify a factory rider on an OEM team, you should have to come out with a little bit of explanation, uh, maybe a written statement, maybe a video, something, anything. And again, MX yeah, Sports. I, mean, I work for them. I work for Racer X, sister company of MX Sports. But. I think it's fair to criticize them here in this situation. Yeah, and I mean, to be fair, uh, I don't know that anybody knew he was DQ'd. I mean, um, Travis Marks was doing our fantasy points for Pop Max Fantasy, and he was like, hey, Barsha has a zero like next to his name. Like, what happened? And then we sent a group text. I mean, I te- started texting people from his team. I texted his mechanic, and he was like, no idea. We don't know. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You know, and uh, – I think that's the biggest problem with everybody is, like, nobody was even informed. Nobody and, even knew it happened. 
And does this Supercross thing come into play? Uh, it shouldn't. TLD says it shouldn't. I think it yeah, probably I, should. I, but but can you tell us? Can you tell us? Like Yeah, like let us know. Do, do they carry over or not? I, I don't think they should, but it's like finding right. a jury that doesn't know O.J. Simpson in the O.J. Simpson case, right? It's like almost impossible. Uh, obviously, Justin has that name and, and that, you know, reputation. So it's going to come into play whether you want it to or not. Um I just think that there has to be a statement, right? Like at the end of the race, at a NASCAR race, uh, they're like, hey, Denny Hamlin and the 11 car, they were, they were penalized for this, for this reason, and this is the penalty, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Just, yeah. Give us, just give us that. Just give us a written statement um, and tell us why. That's all. Unbelievable. Um, Unbelievable. Yeah. I just, if there will be an appeal or will it be changed or is he getting his points back? Or, yeah. Like, and, I, and I don't think they can go back. And, and I don't even think he wants his points back. I mean, he got ninth or eighth in the moto. It's not that. It's more like, hey – like, you can't just jump to the conclusion. I think from what I heard, it was like a one flagger or something. It was like his word. Like, hey, yeah, he cut the track, went down the water truck lane, and, and yeah. phoned him. Yeah, the initial the initial explanation doesn't match what we saw in the GoPro. Yeah. So, but I think it was good that they released their footage and they didn't just sit back. And, I mean, it definitely, definitely wasn't needed, especially where they were. But, I mean... Justin races like that. That's what he does. You have to know that. Oh, it's it, it's fine worthy or position points taken away worthy. I think, from what I hear and you know all of that, but not not a DQ, not from what no. we saw. I mean, come on, uh, ridiculous. Uh, Fly racing Moto sixty show, Dan. Before we let you go, who's your winners this weekend? I'll take Eli Tomac and Jet Lawrence. Really going out on a limb. <laughs> yeah, really. And who's your winner for the combine? Uh, I'll take Chance Hymas. All right, I'll take Evan Ferry. For the combine, uh, no, no, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. Have fun there, bud. I'll see you this weekend. All right. Take thanks. Care. That's Dan Trubin, everybody. That's another edition of the Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. Uh, Mr. Legendary, just um, a legendary performance. Just doing it. Yeah, yep. that's what you do every every, every week, Thursday, week in week out. It's phenomenal. Yep. I don't know how you do it. A lot of training. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you to Get FMF Goggles, Plum Creek Funding, Maxis Pro Taper, most especially the folks at Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week.